0: one,
1: basic hip. Welcome to the Jazz Session. I'm Jason Crane. The Jazz Session is presented by AllAboutJazz.com, the web's leading source for jazz news, reviews, MP3 downloads, and more. Every episode of the show is available for free in iTunes and at TheJazzSession.com, where you'll also find links to help you purchase the music you hear on the show, and a donate button if you'd like to give a little back to the Jazz Session, and thank you to the many folks who've already done that. I have a book of poetry that's just come out, published by Foothills Publishing. It's called Unexpected Sunlight, and it's available at jasoncrane.org slash store, jasoncrane.org slash store. And also, if you're listening to this around the time that it's released, uh, May 3rd, 4th, or 5th, 2010, and you're in the Rochester, New York area, I'll be at St. John Fisher College, in Rochester, New York, on Wednesday, May 5th at 7 30 p.m., with my friend Matt Smythe, a reading from uh, the new book. So please do come by. Details are at jasoncrane.org. Thanks so much. My guest Torben Waldorf has a new album out called American Rock Beauty that begins this way. <laughs> My guest is guitarist and composer Torben Waldorf. He's got a new CD out on the artist-share label called American Rock Beauty, and it's my pleasure to welcome Torben to the show. Thank you for being here. Thank you. I, I really uh, I really love this record, and I try not to read anything about a record before I listen to it for the first time, but it, it's impossible to actually not know what the title of the, the album is. and yeah. So as soon as you read the words American Rock Beauty you instantly, you know, some, whatever connections you have as a person with those words informs the music that comes after it. And I wonder why you chose that particular title and whether there's something about those words that you think kind of informs the music on the record.
2: Um, you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm, 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 I'm Pretty much in the dark about it myself. <laughs> it just kind of came out that way. It was it was like a it was like a feeling. It was like a little bit of a you know a poetry feeling in my in my brain. Somehow I just thought that up that that I'd like to connect to rock and I like to to connect to something American. I felt attached to those things since I was a kid. So so that that just came up and uh, other things that that was connected to it was was. Uh, uh, just a sense of of uh, yeah, I don't know, beauty and rock and, and something a little bit wasted and uh, you know a little bit of a destructivity built into the you know uh, feeling somehow.
0: You
1: said that uh, those things have have impacted you since you were a kid, and I know you you grew up listening to a lot of the things that a lot of guitarists, I think, or all music fans grew up listening to, like Jimi Hendrix and that kind of stuff, right? When you were yeah, uh, when yeah. you were coming up. Um, yeah is, uh, is rock music what first got you interested in the guitar?
2: Uh, yeah, definitely Definitely, Jimi Hendrix was, was the thing that, That's what, I mean, when I was a kid When I was like six or five, six, seven years old I always, I always listened to, to the rock news on the radio Instead of listening to the kids' programs and stuff I just went off on that That was always in the center of, of everything
1: now I, I know you were born in uh, in Denmark and you live in Sweden now. And in between, you uh, went to Berkeley and lived in the states for a while. Um, yeah. Did you have was kind of American rock music easily accessible in all in the places that you lived?
2: Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It was it was all over the place. And in my family, there was there was people playing rock music in my family too. Not not like they didn't continue to play professionally, but yeah. It, it was there. It it, it kind of became what what I wanted to do. It was it was very vivid all the times for me that 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 was what what I wanted to do, and it was they they had all these albums and and I heard all that you know.
1: So one thing that struck me about this record, um, and it, although actually I think it characterized uh, Afterburner too, was um, that you seem to really concentrate on on songs and melody. I mean, obviously this improvisation is a big part of what you do, but your songs seem to have a really um, a really concrete structure. Uh, is is kind of the the melody and the and the song form uh, something that you really focus on when you write?
2: When I write, uh, it's it's kind of uh... The music that that comes out is, is, is something i have a I have a sense that, that the music is, is, has been there all the time when i when i get when I get in touch with a good melody it 's usually as, as if it 's been there all the time, and I just have to reach out and, and, and fetch it you know just pull it in and and, and sometimes i 'll end up with with like a little bit that i can 't uh, develop so it becomes a whole song but sometimes and that 's the songs that are on the on the album is it, it, it 's just songs that, that were there all the time It, it feels like the the thing was like finished already before I started writing it that's that's the sense I think that's that's all that's all the the impressions we talked about before with music you hear as a kid and that 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 flows into your to your system and then then it just kind of comes out again somehow in these songs
1: I think uh, one thing that you seem to have done really well is select the members of your band, uh, many of whom were on your previous record too. Uh, and I wonder if you could talk about the people who are on this record with you.
2: Oh yeah, uh, Donnie... I know Donnie since we went to Berkeley in the eighties. So
1: it's Donnie McCaslin. We didn't
2: really have contact for for ten years or something. But then about ten years ago, I met him again, and and we he sat in on a gig that I had in in uh, in Manhattan, and uh, and we just. It was just so nice to play and meet again. So, so I started to continue thinking about how can I, how can I do things that that he is a part of, and 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 he's just he's a super sweet cat, and uh, and uh, old friends are always very dear to you, and then that kind of flows into the music too, and and he's a fantastic player. And um, John Coward is a new person to me. Um, I met him um, when we were hanging out at a Brian Blade fellowship gig last two years ago and then i met uh john and and uh he came back to me and he had heard my music at at in in my space and and thought that was some really great music and and uh after that i just decided well i i need to play with him and i'm happy i did Weckan, John Weckan is is, uh, is a great drummer, and he's a really really good friend of mine. And uh, I met him through Ingrid Jensen, and Ingrid Jensen is always so uh, my old friend from, from when uh, we went to Berkeley together. And we've been playing off and on, uh, me and Ingrid, and then that's that's when she got together with John. That's that's when we started playing, and it's been a great development for me to to play a lot with John. And then uh, Matt Close, he's also someone I met uh, playing with those guys about six years ago. And and yeah, they're just completely great people and fantastic to play with.
1: interested that um, that you chose to have uh, a horn in this band. I mean obviously Donnie's an incredible player and he adds an amazing amount to this record, but um, but a horn just generally tends to be like the front line instrument and in an album uh, in albums that are led by a guitarist, sometimes you don't you don't hear any horn players in there. Why did you decide that you needed uh, the sound of the saxophone in your music? <clears throat>
2: Well, maybe to uh, maybe to, to carry out the melodies more, but but I think that that with uh, with Donny, it's it's the the interesting part about playing with Donny is that I kind of I kind of I've, I've realized that it's really cool to play with with him when we get to play because he's he's such a powerful player that that I really have to man up to the situation if you know what I mean. I I, I have to really dig into myself and play something that is that, try and find out some, something to play that has an impression, something that, that, that is strong in the context and I, I, I kind of think it's, it's fun to, to it's, it's fun and developing to, to work that way, to, to realize this guy plays so good, I really have to come up with something that is strong so, so that it matches the situation what do you... And then I think the, the sound, the sound between the guitar and the tenor sax is, is, is just beautiful. I try to pl- to write some lines that you heard that on the on the album also the previous album. I, I try to to work out some, some long lines that that that, that lets um, that, that lets, lets you hear you know what, what the guitar and the saxophone sounds like together. Those long lines. Yeah,
1: it's uh, the the lines on this album are are so gorgeous. Even I mean, even the tunes that are you know kind of more up tempo. But um, I thought I kind of laughed the first time I heard um, song Ella because you sing along the melody on yeah. that, and I kind of I sing along to the melody on every one of these tunes. I mean, I think every single one of them yeah. could have somebody singing because they're all so melodic. wanted to ask, uh, too, about the rhythm section and what it is that you look for um, in your, your rhythm section, Mates. What is it that makes a good rhythm section for you as a player?
2: Uh, Elasticity, or what, what did you say? Elastic feeling, and a, a sense that there's a communication going on. That that you, that that um, first, I mean, that there's a stable vibe, but also that there's 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 this you know that they they build a really good sound and and uh, and the, the communication and the music that that when you you play a certain type of thing, you can you can get these guys to to answer back to that and in response to that in in different ways that. That 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 feels good and sounds good and that makes the music breathe a lot. Can you say a little more? Actually, I, 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 I was thinking about before on, on the question you asked before. Um, yeah, the, the, the song, Ella, the line that I was singing a little bit. Um, I was thinking about um, yeah, the, the songs are very singable. That's so. So I'm, I've been having some thoughts about you know making a maybe I should make an album with a singer just to. Use those songs because they are very singable. So maybe maybe they should be made with a singer sometime,
1: too. Sounds like a good idea to me.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, will you talk a little bit more about what you mean by elasticity in a rhythm section?
2: The the, the feeling of a membrane that that uh, that when you play something that, that you get uh, you get like a response back that when when uh, when. Uh, when you play something, dy- there's a dynamic feeling in, in, in the music that you, you play, you know, some, some sort of, of, of melodic statement that you can, you can get, you know, a, a vibe bag. It's, it's kind of, I think it's a little hard to explain, but you can hear it in the music.
1: This, um, this album was recorded uh, on Artist Share, and Artist Share is a kind of very exposed process where people can contribute at various levels and they can see rehearsals and cheat music and interviews with the, uh, with the artists. Can you talk about why you chose to, to do the album on Artist Share?
2: I think it's, it's, uh, it's an interesting process. It's, it's a lot of work to do it. Uh, because you you have to 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 uh, to work on getting the films in and editing things that you put out there and and scan the notes and and you know pr- producing all that material is, is some work but but it's 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 a fun new way to to try and present music to to people that that you 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 have the cd as a as a as a product but you also have like a a uh, an extra material maybe a little bit similar to when you buy a dvd with a movie on it then you also have like the director's track where where he talks along with the film and, and explains what happens in different situations and that i think that's that's an interesting thing um to make available to people, you know, like like an extra value to to the project, and then also, I mean, of course, doing it with artist shared Artist share is, is is such a great label in 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 the world. You know, a lot of people knows that that there's some great m- music going on with the, the artists that are connected with artist just So being a part of that is just really exciting <clears throat> and stimulating.
1: I read uh, in an interview with you that. Uh, your mother passed away while you were recording this record, and, um, y- you said that, you know, it's kind of impossible to escape the effect on your music that she had had. Can you talk a little bit about that?
2: Yeah. Um,. Well yeah the 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 uh, the effect it's it, it's 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 kind of harder to explain i mean the the effect is is not like a clear thing well she died so i did that you know it's 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 i mean mourning a person that disappeared is is, is a long process and I, I can just i didn't i i haven't been thinking about it as as i've been putting the the album together but it has happened at the same time and i i i sort of realized in the and the process after this, that, that, that her, you know, the, the, the life we had together sort of, uh, had a, uh, an impact in the music, and and I mean maybe the word American rock beauty. It has to do with my past, and it has to do with, I mean the the the, the wasted thing about rock beauty. Uh, you know, like a like a, a, a aging. Uh, my picture is sort of like an aging junkie that plays rock music or something, you know. And she was pretty destructive, and that's that's why she died earlier than she should. So. That that has, has had a lot of, you know, impact on my life, and, and uh, it's, that just flows into my, uh, I think it flows into the melodies, it, it brings out things in, in my melodies that, that has to do with my past, that has to do with my life. So I think the album, the music is really honest on there.
1: Was music an escape for you when you were younger, from from the things in your life that weren't so easy to deal with?
2: Um. Yeah, maybe the escape is not the right word, but it was. It's definitely like an alternative, uh, alternative uh, reality, because a lot of things was difficult, and then being in in music was making music or being active with music was always. Uh, a, a, a possibility to to find something that is always stable, that is always in the same way, where where you know a lot of of of, of the life surrounding me was not very safe, but the music was always the same. And the, I mean, what I mean is is, is th- things surrounding my life was was not stable. It could be one thing in one day, and it could be insecure the next day, and it could be a crisis that day, but music just seems to me like is always the same thing it's always the same it's, it's it's sort of like a security
1: you um you live in in sweden now and it seems in this day and age like it almost doesn't matter where you are anymore like music can reach people so much more easily than than it used to uh, do you find yeah. that it's just as easy to have a career as a musician being based in sweden as it is being based in manhattan for example or boston
2: it, I would say that it's still a lot more difficult to be. I mean, depending on what what you want to do. But what what I want to do is is of course to to get to 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 play a lot in the whole world. But it is more difficult doing that from Sweden than living in Manhattan or Brooklyn. That would that would just that's more context there. That's more of uh, you know the forum for for making things happen is 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 easier. I think. I mean, that's that's my take on it. But I I think it's that way. I think it's it's, it's kind of difficult from here, but but I'm doing it, and, and with artistry, I'm, I'm, I'm sure I'll be good, but it is... that's still a difference. I mean, still uh, at the same time as, as the internet is, is certainly making it easier to, to, to make music available to any, everybody.
1: Given how busy the members of this band are, do you have a, a European-based band that you tour with as well?
2: Repl- I sort of replace people when I can't get uh, th- this band like this summer when we're playing in Rochester, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm having... Uh, Donnie can't do it and John Cowart can't do it, so I'm, I'm playing with Seamus Blake and Henry Hay for the Rochester Jazz Festival gig and, and some other gigs. And uh, that is just great to get the chance to play with those guys also. But I don't per se have like a, a, two different bands. I would just replace... You know, for practical reasons, who I who I need to replace, and certainly with Swedish musicians, they're great. We have some great players.
1: Here. So uh, you just mentioned that you'll be uh, this summer in June at the Rochester International Jazz Festival, which is a a great festival. I li- lived there for a bunch of years and uh, went to that festival every summer and really enjoyed it. So I encourage people to to check that out if you're uh, in New York or upstate New York or can get there. Um, can you talk about uh, some of the the things that are Coming up for you, either other projects that you're involved with or uh, other performance uh, things that are happening for you.
2: Well, the closest things are the 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 the, 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 the Rochester gig and and uh, some surrounding gigs like the the Rex in Toronto and, and stuff like that. Um, then we're planning like a, a, a Swedish Scandinavian tour in uh, October November with nothing really set yet. And then then I'm looking at. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to figure out what my next artist chair project should be. Now we released this album and, and, and the process is going with all the press and all that stuff. And, and I'm, I'm trying to figure out what, what my next thing should be, if that should be like a, an album with standards. <laughs> but everybody's doing that now, so maybe not. <laughs> but I'd like to do that. And, uh, you know, something with, with song on it, too, is also an idea. So, so I'm, I'm, I'm trying to figure out what would be the most logical thing to do right now.
1: Well, I don't think my vote counts for very much, but your compositions are so good that I would I would encourage you to keep focusing. Uh, for my if just if you're just going to make an album for me, I would make it with your own tunes because I really love your yeah. writing. I think it's really yeah. really fantastic. Hey, thanks a lot. One uh, one final question I wanted to ask you. Um, I don't really know anything about uh, Danish or Swedish music, and I'm wondering if there are any elements of. Um, the kind of the national musics that you grew up with um, in Denmark, or the music that you're surrounded by now in Sweden, that made its way onto American rock beauty. Is there anything you can you can point to, and you can say, "Oh, I think this probably comes from stuff I heard that's not from the jazz or American tradition."
2: Um. Well. I think I'm so built from British and American rock music and <laughs> and jazz music that I mean I've, I I I never since I was a little kid I never really paid so much attention to 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 like the local music to folk music to the to the songs that are you know I I don't know why I just re- couldn't really connect to that it's it's not really so strongly in my blood but I'm, I'm sure it's, it's there but I, I, I couldn't make that connection and point to, to something and say that probably comes from there I mean of course there, there are things flowing in but it's, it's, it just seems you know distant to me
1: Yeah, no, I I completely understand. My uh, my guest is guitarist and composer Torben Waldorf. Uh, He's got a brand new record on Artist Share called American Rock Beauty, and uh, I highly recommend it to your attention. Torben, it's been really fun to talk to you about this record, and uh, even more fun to listen to it. Thanks very much for taking the time.
2: Thank you, Jason.
1: That's music from Torben Waldorf and his new CD, American Rock Beauty. I'm Jason Crane. This is The Jazz Session, presented by AllAboutJazz.com, the web's leading source for jazz news, reviews, MP3 downloads, and a whole lot more. Every episode of the show is also available for free at TheJazzSession.com and in iTunes. My thanks to the members of the Respect Sextet, for their help with the theme music for this show. They're at respectsextet.com. Thanks also to Dave Vrabel, who recorded... No, he didn't record it. He designed... (laughs) I don't know even how you would record a logo. He designed this one because it just seemed easier. And uh, thank you for listening. Please do go out and support Live Jazz whenever and wherever you can, and then come back next time for another conversation about jazz on The Jazz Session.